bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of a judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You ever been so disgusted? By the way, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Have you ever been just, you've just had it? Like, that's where I'm at now. I've just had it. Like, I'm done. It's the little things that disturb you. It's the little things that just drive you. Um, Can't say it like that, so let me let it go. 68 degrees, humidity's at 26% winds. It don't even tell you what direction the wind is from. It just say wind 13 miles an hour. What kind of knucklehead did the weather? Who's the weather that, who's the weather.com knucklehead that put in the weather without telling us the direction it's coming from? It's kind of important. Yes, I'm that guy complaining about little itty-bitty stuff like that. I have no idea what you're talking about, Wayne. And stop being a creeper. That's scary. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Hmm. That's the number. Number five. Well, I'll tell you. Despite the strong comments from LSU basketball star Angel Reese, the school athletic department is making it known they will indeed accept a White House invitation. Reese said in an interview earlier this week, I'm athlete podcast, that her team would not be visiting the White House after First Lady Jill Biden suggested that the losing team should all, from Iowa should also be included. We'll go see Michelle. We'll go see Barack. But we ain't going to see. And so although the First Lady clarified her comments, how can you clarify a comment like that? 
Um, Reese did not accept her apology and suggested that the team would rather meet with former President Barack Obama and Michelle. However, CNN reports that LSU's athletics department said they would certainly accept an invitation. Well, I don't know if you can make them go. They're grown women. They're grown women. So I don't know. I mean, would you go? I'm just saying. Number four. Well, you know, sometimes I grew up in an era where crime was racial, right? There were certain assumptions people made about crime that were stereotypical, but in order to be a stereotype, it has to actually be true. Like, I don't know why, right? Stereotype. And Rhea, Alex, tell me if this is true. Black people like loud music with bass in it. True or false? Girl, stop. You just say opposite of everything I say. I'm not listening. I'm talking to Rhea no more. Uh, <laughs> um, but then again, I got to take into account generation. So she's actually right because they y'all be listening to like y'all don't listen to real black music. So I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't help myself. Oh, she just dismissed me. <laughs> um, white people listen to a lot of rock music with treble in it and guitar. I've had white police officer partners who would jack up somebody playing their music too loud if it was bass and rap music, but would not jack up the knucklehead playing Led Zeppelin. Why? Because it was a white guy. Any more so than I would probably not jack up the black guy playing rap, loud music, and bass, but jack up the white guy for playing Led Zeppelin. Those are called stereotypes, and they're true. And I'm just saying. You know what kind of crime a certain person. So let me, now no, no, watch this. Where, where's Rhea at? Because I, I can't see her face. All right, stand up so I can see you. Okay. See, I asked her to stand up, and she just leans over like, what? And she got this look like, I'm going to knock your block off. Do we people even talk like that anymore? No. So here's my question. So hold up one for white and two for black. Okay? I'm going to tell you a crime and you tell me, is it a white person or a black? <laughs> a total of 34 dogs were seized and are now ready for adoption. They were found and rescued from a residence. White person or black person? Just, just go with what you... No, no. I, I, one is white, two is black. Both of them held up a one. A total of 34 dogs were seized from a Washington County property in January are ready for adoption. The Washington County Humane Society has been caring for the dogs since they were rescued from the town of Wayne. I can't think of any black person that would live in a town named Wayne. Yes, I'm being silly. Officials say the dogs were tied to trees and freezing temperatures, weren't given proper food and water, and the property did not have running water or electricity. Russell Quaz, 67, has been charged in the case. Now, we can't get the police to charge people who shoot and kill people. The family is disgusted because one of the guys that was driving like a fool and killed somebody got the charges reduced based on a plea deal for killing people 
they going to lock this man up for 900 years for, for these dogs. And the dogs are all adopted and gone. Oh, my God. How do you treat a dog like that? But yeah, but you can treat a human being like that. Meh, nobody cares. And I think that's unfortunate. Number three. Well, if you haven't heard already, four people were killed in a bank shooting in Louisville, Kentucky today. Shooter identified as a 23-year-old male was employed at the bank. Police said the shooter's weapon of choice was a rifle and that he shot and, and was shot and killed by law enforcement. The shooter was live streaming, according to the interim police chief, Jacqueline Gwen Valerio. I'm sorry, Villaro. She said police are hoping to have the footage taken offline. A local hospital received nine patients, two officers, and seven civilians. Three patients have been released. Three are in critical condition, including a police officer. The manager said, I witnessed people being murdered during a virtual meeting. The manager at Old National Bank told CNN she virtually witnessed the, the, the shooting today through her computer. And that Shortly after the meeting started, the gunman, which is an employee, started shooting up the conference room. So evidently, this person was told that their services were no longer needed at the bank. And they then started shooting and killing people. So that will have to uh, be looked at and that will have to definitely um be made public in terms of what the what the reasons were and what tipped the person off. Let's dig through their background and do all the sorts of things that we normally do. Number two. Two people were killed in a three-car crash this morning. 12.40 a.m., 91st and Silver Spring. A 22-year-old woman was driving east on Silver Spring when she hit another vehicle. The woman and her passenger, 21-year-old man, were killed. The driver of the second vehicle, a 33-year-old man, is suffering life-threatening injuries. They haven't released the cause and have not said if drugs or alcohol or speed were contributing factors. However, people who live and work in the area say that that intersection is notorious for speeding drivers and road rage. Sean Collier said it's just a normal occurrence for everybody. The speed, it's just normal. Uh, Sean Collier lives nearby the crash scene said it's something I mean politically if I don't I don't know if I can get into it I don't know enough but something has to be done about the traffic or we're going to see videos like this more and more number one Milwaukee police say a 14 year old boy was shot earlier Easter morning at 64th and Sheridan around 5.30 a.m. Officials say they also arrested a 12-year-old boy in connection to the shooting. The 14-year-old victim is expected to survive after being transported But Tracy Dent, a community activist, said there's nothing but demons working on Resurrection Sunday. That's a strange comment to me. And I know Tracy Dent. That's a strange comment to me. That's, that's, I'm going to let that go. 
He went on to say, devastated, I'm in shock. I mean, where are these kids getting these guns from and why are they resorting to using guns to settle their differences? Well, first of all, we don't know what the difference was. We don't know if there was a difference and we have no idea why. So let's, let's, let's wait and let the information get out and see why the shooting actually occurred. Uh, charges are being reviewed by the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office. Police say they're looking for a second suspect in the case. And that's all we know. Once we find out, then then we can start to talk about reasons and things like that. Somebody is saying my profile picture is a mugshot. That's ridiculous. I have a shirt and tie on. That's dumb. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Y'all silly. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm shut up. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833212. Ooh, I'm sorry. I just had a. <laughs> I was looking at the Louisville. Looks like the police chief. She's kind of cute. Anyway, uh, ooh. Black woman. I'm sorry. I apologize. 833212 is the number. I think she's the acting chief. So, way to go. Anyway, so Justin Jones of Nashville, who was removed from his state legislature. uh, (laughs) I'm watching CNN and she's speaking right now. The shooter was notified he would be fired from the bank. Like, okay, first, first of all, if he was at work and you notified him, somebody should have been walking him out. We are too nice to people nowadays. That's the one thing about this generational stuff that has to change. There are some things that are just true about people that when you give them bad news, that's what they do. So what we need to do is if you're going to fire somebody, you need to have security that will walk them out. You can always come back when ain't nobody here, pick up their stuff, do whatever they got to do. Recently graduated police officer got shot in the head, had to have brain surgery. Stuff like that, see? But anyway, I digress. Representative Justin Jones has now just been sworn in. He was given his post back um, in Nashville as a state representative in the state legislature, in the Tennessee state legislature. So he is a Demo- he was one of the Democratic um, lawmakers who was expelled for staging a protest on the House floor. So whether or not the other person will get theirs back, I don't know. That was Justin Pearson. Um, yeah. And then, of course, Gloria Johnson. Not of course. Let me stop. Gloria Johnson um, was not. Uh, she kept her seat by one vote. Ironically. Ironically, one vote. So anyway. 
I'm torn because something, everything that, well, watch this. You ready? Everything that Sandra said was correct. Everything that Sandra argued about was correct. Everything that, and so something has to be done. The thing that scares me is when we talk about gun reform, we talk about getting rid of guns. That's a problem for me because the Constitution says you can have it. I think what we need to do is actually enforce the laws that are already on the books, and I think a lot of these problems will just go away. That if you would just lock people up, it would be a non-issue. If, if we would just send people to jail or have gun laws that are, I hate to say this, in terms of the use of it, draconian. If you're not defending yourself and, and we don't get to decide what defense is and what isn't based on what a jury says, because juries get overturned all the time. We, we need to look at some type of law that when you possess or carry, we know when there's an accident and we know when someone's up to, up to no good. Those types of things need, people need to be locked up. I'm sorry. Thirty two year old Emily Breidenbach of Chautauqua Police Department and twenty three year old Hunter Shield of the Cameron Police Department um, were killed during a traffic stop. And I had the ages mixed up. Shill served the Cameron Police Department since 22. Officer Breitenbach had been with uh, Chetek, C-H-E-T-E-K, Police Department since 2019. She was the handler for the therapy dog, K-9 Officer Grizz. Cameron is a village of 1,700 people in northwestern Wisconsin, Chetek is a city about 2,200 people, roughly nine miles southeast of Cameron. Um, And so they were killed during a traffic stop uh, in a a place that you wouldn't think would be that, um, yeah, that would be that dangerous, I want to say, but everywhere is dangerous. But here's something, and I want your comments on this. 833-212-1017. Two weeks after a school shooting in Nashville, a pair of Republican lawmakers in Wisconsin have proposed a bill that would allow school administrators and other officials to carry guns in Wisconsin schools. Under the bill, school boards would have to create and approve their own concealed carry policy to allow it, according to a co-sponsor memo by Republican uh, from Waukesha, Representative Scott Allen and Senator Corey Tomchek from Mozanie. The sad reality is that school shootings have happened. Representative Allen said in a statement, schools provide soft targets for those looking to do harm, and this bill gives school boards the option to change that. Why wouldn't you just let the police in your school? Like, do you hate the police that much that you would trust some knucklehead 
civilian who has zero training to come in and defend and have a gun around dozens of school kids, not just one or two. Of course, Evers said Wisconsinites have been desperately demanding common sense proposals that will reduce gun violence. How about put people in jail? But anyway, he went on to say, and keep our kids, our schools, and our community safe. This bill isn't among them. This bill wouldn't make it to, shouldn't make it to my desk. And if it does, I'll veto it, plain and simple. Evers and Democrats have advocated for more gun control measures, such as universal background checks and red flag laws. I have some issues with red flag laws, but I, I'm, I'm unclear how I would determine because, you know, I don't like Alex. And so I'm going to say Alex did something. So Alex gets in trouble and he can't buy anything. And he, he couldn't get a he couldn't get a pocket knife. So if you think somebody might do something, how many people do you know? Have you met? Think, think about this. Keep it in context. Don't be offended. How many people do you know that said they were going to kill themselves? Or they, no, no. They wish they were dead. How many times have you told somebody I should kill you? Or I wish that person were dead. So now if you say it, it's automatic. That's that's a red flag law. So that that would have to be very. But the universal background checks, I've never understood why we don't do that. Like I've just never. I'm a cop and I don't under, well, I'm used to be. I don't I don't understand why we don't do that. Like, why don't we give if you sell a gun, the person has to fill out a form and goes through background check. There's nothing that says that would infringe on your right to keep and bear an arm if they know that you have a gun. You had to get it and buy it. It'll stop knuckleheads from giving guns to felons who can't have them or buying a gun in a a straw purchase. Because if that's the case, that'll cut down on all this. It was your gun. You had it last. Did you lose it? Did you report it stolen? Boom. That'll cut down on a lot of issues. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. Universal background checks or no? I wonder how far that would go. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking text line, Dr. Ken, you can look at polling data, both national and statewide, and see the universal background checks are highly popular. However, that popularity does not entice the Republican legislature to do anything because it's perceived as a win for Democrats and a loss for Republicans. I don't, I, Wayne, I don't, I don't know if that's the reason. It might be, but I but I also add that's a national um, issue that I think the Supreme Court needs to deal with. Uh, we have background checks anyway, so I don't know if a background check will impede your right to own a firearm if it's universal. We just need to pass it. <clears throat> and we need to start going after some of these Republican legislators, too, who don't want to follow the rule of law or make up their own stuff. Speaking of, um, I'm not necessarily a proponent of abortion. Not necessarily. I'm not. But anyway, um, I don't, I'm not going to argue with women to who 
uh, believe it's their right, and I'm not going to fight and mince words either. Uh, but this new abortion pill ruling, the both of them, is kind of weird. So you have two rulings. Biden administration is asking a, f- a judge to clarify how the federal government is supposed to comply with Friday's dueling court orders on the abortion pill. Mephipristone. Even as Justice Department lawyers move to have one of those decisions put on a... Well, first of all, why is the Justice Department coming in to argue something like that? That's really none of their... That's not their purview in my case. One ruling from a conservative judge in Amarillo, Texas, essentially invalidated the drug, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA's approval of the drug. The other ruling, issued about 20 minutes later by a liberal judge in Spokane, Washington, directed the FDA to maintain access to it in much of the country. The drug is used in more than half of all abortions nationwide and is also used to manage miscarriages. Uh, the two rulings appear to be in significant tension. The Justice Department told the Washington-based judge Thomas Rice on Monday, uh, on today. Uh, DOJ asked Rice to clarify the government's obligation in light of the conflict. Also, uh, the DOJ and a drug company that makes the drug asked the federal court to freeze the ruling of the Texas-based judge, and he put his ruling on hold until this Friday. But government and drug company wants the appeals court to keep it on hold while they pursue their appeal. So we we want you to do something on our side because we don't like what the other side did. But it it's yeah, it's confusing. So you have I have issues with Kazmarek because he's using a glitch in the system to get his way instead of following the rule of law. The law was the law. The state said you could do it. And, and, and we're done. You did something where you went out and you found something that you could hold on to knowing that it would take time so that you could squash abortions with this. I, I understand the tenor of your decision. I just don't understand how you could circumvent the rule of law when the law clearly gave them the right to do that. So you did something that could affect the entire country even in a state that wants to have abortion. That's my issue. You got to follow the rule of law. If the, if a state says you can have an abortion, you disagree with it 100%, go get a permit and protest if you want. Scream and holler, do whatever you like. Don't infringe on anybody else's rights when you do it. But complain about it if you must. But for a judge to step up and say, because I'm a conservative if because I'm a Christian, I'm going to override what the law says, what, what the people of this state have said they want. Now, the weird part about that is, is the people that are against abortion can simply what? Not have one. But do it in a way that's, that gives a, some, some, some semblance of care and compassion Like, how can you change my mind if I'm pro-abortion by doing stuff like that? I think you set yourself back. Significantly set yourself back. And so the judge, uh, the FDA broke the law when it approved um, Mifepristone for abortion in 2000 and recently expanded access to the drug. 
just because you don't like it, how are you going to invalidate a FDA drug approval? And basically, it'll make the drug criminal. I, I, I get it. But I don't, I don't know. But you start playing with the law like that. With, with something like abortion, which I disagree with. What are you going to do when you decide? Ugh, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm at a point now where if you're not black or you're not white or you're not Hispanic, all, all the other people in, in the country shouldn't be here. Like, who's to stop somebody from thinking that? You know, I'm a judge and I've decided that um, everybody gets reparations, like the whole country, for whatever happened to you. If you felt bad any time in your life, like, where, where does it end? And this is what I always argue. White males run everything. Now, I don't know who the judge was. Is, is Rice the judge? No, Rice is the judge in D.C. Who was the judge in Washington State that I know Kaczmarek from Texas was appointed by Donald Trump. I'm trying to figure out who the judge was in Washington State. Because Washington's, well, I was going to say Washington was fairly liberal. It's like 99.9% liberal. So I found it odd that that, that particular ruling came out of there. A federal judge blocks... Ah, the ruling from U.S. District Court Judge Thomas O. Rice, an appointee of former President Barack Obama, clashes with Kazmir. Okay, so it was Rice. Okay. And so what I'm finding is that there's, there's an issue with the FDA. And that's what needs to be looked into. Instead of trying to overrule this, these, these rulings, which are, I like this ruling, but I don't like that ruling. Let's get rid of this one and not that. Let's figure out, let's read the case. Let's read the ruling so that we can figure out what exactly they're talking about. And then from there, let's fix it. Because the issue might actually be with the FDA. The FDA might have been leaning liberal and pro-abortion, so they just okayed it when, in fact, there may be some studies that have shown that it can be detrimental. Who knows? Who knows? But that's what people do. They go to the court where they think they're going to get their bang for their buck. Like Republicans in Wisconsin, well, they used to go to Brown County. Now they go to Waukesha County. They go to Walworth County. Liberals go to Dane County, Milwaukee County. Right? That's just, that's just how they do it. 833-212-1017 is the number. We come back, talk and text line, and your comments. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, right here on the new 1017 The Truth. 
You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, black-owned businesses, well, the black-owned business give back is back. Just so you know, we've teamed up with Associated Bank again to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk, that's us. The new 1017 The Truth will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter in 2023. Sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity. Visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. We'll read it about another eight or nine times so you get it. Blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. Official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member, FD, I, and C. And we shall also remind you that Concordia University cordially invites you to an evening with two American heroes, Father Robert Sirocco. Uh, I, I keep saying his name wrong. It's Sirico, S-I-R-I-C-O, founder of the Acton Institute. Got some great books, by the way, uh, for the study of religion and freedom in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, and Mr. Robert Woodson, founder of the Woodson Center in Washington, D.C., They will present on topics concerning the common good of society, including how to address poverty and racial and social reconciliation. They'll also engage in dialogue with the audience. So the events at Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon, it's free and the event will benefit the Milwaukee expansion of the self-reliance clubs. To register, go to cuw-hope, that's cuw-hope.eventbrite.com. That's it. So make sure you check it out. It's going to be, I've heard uh, Father Sirico talk before, and Robert Woodson is a phenomenal, um, they're they're almost the opposite of each other, but they're really, uh, one's black, one's white, one's conservative, one's liberal, one's Catholic, one's not. Like it's, It's like the opposite, but they both move in the same direction as it relates to wanting, um, Racial and social reconciliation to bring people back to, you know, loving each other the way God intended. So that ought to be an interesting um, one. 833-212-1017 is the number. Dr. Ken, courts overruling the FDA is way out of bounds. Why not go after uh, removing opioids from the marketplace versus abortion medication? Because it's not abortion medication. Um, it's, it's the FDA and how they did their work, right? So the court is not overruling because the court, okay, the FDA is an administrative agency. All administrative agencies are given following administrative rules. So the court is actually the place you would go to, to overturn an administrative ruling. So an administrative ruling of okaying a drug That's an administrative ruling by the FDA. They were given their power by the legislature 
funded by the government to do what they do. So that means if you want to overturn something that they did as an administrative agency, you got to go to court. Or the legislature will just make a law that will then put them within restraints. Does that make sense? So removing opioids is the same thing from the marketplace. Opioids helps people and hurts people. This drug is not an abortion drug because it's used for abortions, but it's also used for miscarriages. So it helps and it hurts. So what we have to do is parse that instead of just having a liberal come in and say it should be for everybody and a conservative come in and say it should be for nobody because that won't work. The legislature can't do all the work. The executive branch can't do all the work. And the courts can't do all the work. That's why we have administrative agencies. Administrative law is very particular, just like the city. If you want to stop the city from doing something, you have to sue them. There's certain administrative things that the city can do that aren't necessarily proper, I think. But, you know, it is what it is. Like eminent domain. I hate, I hate the fact that a city could actually use eminent domain and come in and move your property and take it and give you money for it. But yet they can. But the only way to stop it, because it's an administrative act, is to what? Sue them. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm explaining it in its simplest form, so all the lawyers, you can stop dialing now. I'm not a lawyer. I don't play one on TV. I don't even pretend to be one. But administrative law is very particular. Department of Energy, administrative law. Some things are federal law. Other things are just rules. And they make rules. They made their own rules when they approve a drug. A court said those rules were bad. You know, I mean, there, there are so many ways you could look at this. But instead of trying to fight or use it um, in its proper way, we are trying to now use it as a uh, as a weapon against people we don't like. And that's why the whole civility thing, you know, we'll have to do a show on civility. I mean, really take a look at being civil with people, being um, nice to people, you know? Not like the way Sandra hollered at me today. Sandra, really, she hollered at me. Hurt my feelings and everything. I cried. I'm teasing, Sandra. 833-212-1017 is the number. And so the... uh, Tennessee state rep was um, allowed to be sworn back in. Personally, I don't think the GOP should have let him go. I don't. I don't think the GOP should have um, expelled him. That was going too far, and 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 that's an example of one side of of politics going too far and then the next time the democrats are in power they're going to do it and we're just going to be going back and forth and back and forth and escalating um and escalating and escalating until it goes so evidently 
The Metropolitan Council, Nashville's Metropolitan Council, said they would vote to reappoint him. And on Monday, the council today, the council followed through on the promise, voting unanimously to send Jones right back into the chamber where he and two of the lawmakers raised Republican, Republican fury by participating in a peaceful gun control protest. That First of all, that wasn't a peaceful gun control protest. They acted and banged deaths and all that stuff. So give me give me your example give me your example or give me your definition of peaceful. That means what? Nobody got shot? <laughs> like I don't know. That means everything every argument is peaceful too. But anyway. Um the tally was thirty six to nothing with no abstentions. And um moments after the vote, Jones joined a group for what was estimated to be a thousand protesters and marching to the state capitol. Many joined in on a call and chance respond, Tell me what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. Once the crowd reached the steps, the 27-year-old was sworn back into office. So here's my problem when people say this is what democracy looks like. People tend to say democracy only looks like the way that they think it should look. And if it doesn't look that way, well, you're wrong. And I have a problem with that. Democracy is anybody that's participating in it lawfully. There were, there were rules to follow and he didn't follow the rules. Now that doesn't mean you, you always follow the rules either. Cause I mean, if that were the case, the majority of our civil rights laws wouldn't be in place because somebody decided not to follow the rules. You know, that guy named Martin Luther King and Southern Christian leadership conference and on and on and on. So I get it. I do. I get it. But at some point, all this is going to backfire. All of it's going to come back and, and it's going to rear its ugly head. But that's just me. And when it does, Republicans will get thrown out. Then the fights will start. Then people start heckling each other. And we'll be right back to protest. But it kind of sounds like this is the same stuff I've been listening to in church my entire life. Even though I only joined as an adult. But anyway, been hearing the same stuff that eventually it'll be brother against sister and mother against father and parents against children and you're listening to truth in the afternoon i'm your host dr ken harris tori low show is coming up next make sure you check it out then always remember you can download the truth app but if you can't you can always listen to each and every show right here on the new 1017 the truth by streaming us on multiple platforms spotify tune in stitcher apple Podcasts, and google podcast again tori low shows up next i'll see you in 22 hours god bless take care ria and alex thank you appreciate it hey i appreciated the fingers too appreciate that is that like a two for black or one for i don't know <laughs> about